0: Welcome back to Game Dice, this is Friday the 31st of July, and this is episode 8, and today I'm going to get into some interesting stuff. Earlier this week there were rumours swirling that Kojima and Ito could be working on a game together. Wow. Unfortunately though, it didn't quite pan out that way. I have the full story, so we'll see how that turns out. The new Fable game is basically being written by some people who worked on GTA 5. Hmm could be quite interesting. And I also go through the latest Pokemon Go news as well. I also go through a teardown of the new APK that literally just dropped like two hours ago. So make sure you stay tuned for that. That's gonna be pretty interesting. So with all that out in the way, let's get into the news. Okay, so let's get into some of the quicker things, just real quick, get them out the way. Firstly, Stadia has added support for 4G and 5G, so if you want to test it out while you're on the go, on the train, walking around, whatever, you can now do that quite happily. Next thing is that Cuphead did in fact launch when we thought it would. You go back to Tuesday's episode, which was episode 7, I said that there could be Cuphead PS4 launch inbound and it turns out that was actually true, Cuphead is now available on PS4, it actually came out just a few hours after that episode, so I guess we were right with that one. It is available now for 15 99 so yeah, we were right, we were right. We're now with the quick stuff out of the way, let's now get into the bigger topics for today, and we'll start with Fable. So this news actually comes courtesy of Tech Radar, and they basically say that the Fable writers, or they call it Fable 4, but, you know, uh, worked on Borderlands, GTA 5, and the Batman games, which is interesting. And they say, but what does that tell us? Well, it doesn't really tell us anything. (laughs) I mean, it does tell us that most of these games are sort of open world, because obviously, G- All the GTA games are like sandbox style games, and so are Borderlands in a way. But they do raise an interesting question because they call it Fable 4, but that's not what it's officially called, it's just called Fable. So that kind of brings up the question well, okay, if it's not 4, then what is it? Like, why isn't it 4? You know, and they basically say that there's been rumors. ...since the game's teaser... ...that it will in fact be an MMO... <laughs> ...which is kind of worrying... ...MMO kind of brings up ideas of sort of World of Warcraft... ...that kind of stuff... ...and that's not good, obviously... ...but it doesn't mean that that's what it's going to be... ...it could be implemented in a different way... ...but who knows... ...it, it might end up being just a standard RPG... ...which would be ideal... But if that was the case and it sort of continues the lineage of fable, why wouldn't it be called fable Four? it would be called fable if it was going to be a reboot of the franchise, which is possible. And you see it all the time, obviously, with the the Spider-Man movies, they're all not Spider-Man four, five and six. You know, they're just they're reboots like Homecoming and things like that. So I don't know. It could be that it, it is just a continuation and they're just going to call it Fable from now on. Or it could, in fact, be a sort of online game that they're thinking of doing this kind of live service crap with it. I hope that's not the case because live service tends to ruin games. But according to TechRadar, they think it's going to be a reboot, which is slightly concerning. But we don't know. I, I said this before, we haven't seen anything about it, but we know that the writers are on it, and they've obviously worked on bigger open-world games, so that kind of gives us a good idea that it's probably going to be an open-world game to some extent, but is it going to be online? I don't know. If it's going to be online as a kind of MMO, then that could be an issue. It's Fable's always been a single-player offline experience, for the most part. It's all about story-driven role-playing in that game. So, MMO, uh, I I really hope not. I really do. I thought GTA 5 was pretty well-written, for the most part, at least. I had fun with that. I did play through the story, and I did enjoy the story. Borderlands, uh, not so much. I've never played the Batman games, so I can't I uh, can't comment on those. But when it comes to Borderlands, I, I kind of feel like the story's just... it's <laughs> It feels like it's there because it has to be, you know? Like, if they didn't need to put a story in, they wouldn't. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the story is, like, really mind-blowing, but I seriously doubt it. So it doesn't, f- like, fill me with a huge amount of confidence. But it's Fable, so... I dunno. The first the first fable was more of a standard revenge story. But it was kind of interesting. There was a few twists here and there as well. And plus the choices that you made as well was kind of important. Yeah, it shaped your character. Same with Fable 2 as well. So we'll have to see how that goes. Hopefully <laughs> I'm just really hoping that it's a single player RPG, not an MMO. It's yeah, it it is it, yeah 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 okay i've said i said my piece about that that's that's all there is to say about that for now if if of course if there's any more news i will definitely uh, update you but for now no that that's all there is on fable for now at least so i guess we'll move on to the next thing next topic on for today is actually uh you know this is something that gave me a lot of hope but it turns out Maybe not. Yeah. So, basically, earlier in the week, Junji Ito, who is a very well-known, and rightfully so, horror mangaka, which is like a manga artist. He basically mentioned that he had a meeting with Kojima, but it turns out uh, this wasn't super accurate. So, according to Den of Geek, uh he... Said that he had more of a casual conversation. Initially, he said that there was a meeting between the two, and you know, it kind of gave the impression that they could be working on a horror game together, which would be (laughs) which would probably be amazing because Ito's manga are so incredible and detailed and just fantastic in general. This gave a lot of people hope because you know, it would be amazing. But he actually clarified a little further on. He said on Twitter, I said casually that I received an offer from Mr. Kojima, but in reality, it was a remark made at a party where he said, if there is an opportunity, I may ask for your help. I apologised to Mr. Kojima and all of the fans whom I may have given false hope. So it turns out that this actually wasn't entirely... Accurate in terms of the earlier rumors of the week that said that they could be working on a game together It just seems like they just sort of mentioned it together casually at a party which Is definitely different <laughs> You know if they're having a sit-down and a formal conversation about it rather than just Chatting about it at a party. That's definitely two very different occasions. So <sighs> Yeah, you know, it's, it's difficult to comment on because we know Kojima has already made a kind of horror game already. Well, not fully. A lot of people will remember PT, which, of course, was the playable teaser for the Silent Hills game that Kojima was working on. Of course, that was all cancelled and that went down the way it went down, but he still made it and he still expressed interest in the horror genre. So, I think it'd be really awesome if he did get into it and made a horror-style game. It is a big letdown. He did say at his Comic-Con at Home appearance that nothing was set in stone. But, (laughs) his translator said something a little different. According to Den of Geek, his translator, Junko Goda, said when he was asked that... He does know that the director, Kojima, and we—that's a quote—so him and uh, and him and Kojima have been in conversation that he might have a horror-based game that he may be doing. <laughs> so it seems to be semi-sort of confirmed that Kojima has something horror genre waiting in the works. So we'll have to see how that develops. I'm I'm interested to see how that goes. I mean, PT was amazing. It's still regarded as one of the best horror experiences on PlayStation. And I think rightfully so, it definitely is one of the best, if not the best in terms of quality and everything. A lot of horror stuff on PS4 tends to be a bit lackluster, let's say that, and it's non-existent on other platforms. So it's nice to see that something could be coming so, fingers crossed for that. I will keep my eyes peeled for it. And as soon as I see anything, you bet I will update this for sure. But, that's that topic wrapped up. So now, it's time to move on. Alright, the next one is two quick ones, really. Firstly, uh, there was a, there's a podcaster. I don't know if you know him. A lot of people don't, but his name is Joe Rogan, right? And he apparently has a lot of controversial views on things, basically likes controversy, I guess. He actually had an interview with some fitness guy, and he basically said, you don't get anywhere playing video games and that they are a waste of time. Now, normally I just kind of ignore this kind of stuff, but this was so dumb. (laughs) that I just I had to say something you know it's just one of those things and it is kind of gaming news I guess it's kind of related so anyway uh yeah he just basically had this interview where that's what he said and he went on to say that you play a game and you don't know if it's going to be there in five years and um it's almost like an addiction or something and you could be doing exercise or something fun but instead you're playing games (laughs) I just it's it's tough because it's so dumb that I just it's hard to even form a response to it like genuinely um okay firstly you obviously can absolutely be successful in the video game space I'm gonna ignore the streamers and YouTube content creators as if that's not proof enough but you of course have esports professionals you know phase and lots of other Call of Duty teams and of course Titanfall has its esports teams as well you know there's lots of Fortnite right there's lots of super competitive games out there that have a lot of esports following so firstly this is dumb like you absolutely could make a living through video games if you really wanted to but also You know, what Like he says here, like, you you have to be adaptable, you have to be able to play multiple video games, because uh, the one video game that that you're really good at, what are the odds that it will be around five years from now? Well, that depends, doesn't it? It it really depends on the game. Like, if you look at, um, what's the game? Uh, Rainbow Six Siege, right? Like, uh, give me a second, give me a second. Okay, so Rainbow Six Siege... Was released in April 2015. Alright. <laughs> this is probably one of the most competitive games around. But it does, of course, have its own esports. It has a massive following. All the players are super loyal to it. But it came out in 2015. So, what are the odds that game's going to be around in five years? Pretty high, actually. <laughs> yeah, very high. Very, odds are very high there's a lot of people that have made a lot of money from this game not even like the developers We're talking content creators and things like that very successful people you know so yeah I mean they are very skillful uh, in that game of course they have built up the skills in that game and of course we're not even going to talk about CSGO it's been around for like a decade which is hyper competitive as well Dota 2 Minecraft. I mean, Jesus Christ, bro! Like, of course, the game's probably going to be around. Like, it's not to guarantee. Like, sure, games go under all the time, just like a lot of other things. But if you, if the the community's there, then yeah, the game's going to be around, no problemo. You know. So, the only thing that's a waste of time, I think, is listening to his podcast. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. I mean, it's just dumb. But anyway. Moving on to the next topic, there was the PlayStation Plus games. Now, normally I don't do this, uh, but since I'm recording and it it's like just got announced like less than a day ago, like it was today. So, PlayStation Plus games for August uh, and the big one is actually Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two remastered, the campaign of course, not the multiplayer. That's actually available. Uh, now, As far as I know, I I believe it's the 28th. It's actually available now. So you can actually go and get it right now. And it's available from the 28th um, until late August. So that's up to you. And the other one is Fall Guy, which is available from the 4th, which is a Tuesday. So obviously you can go ahead and grab those. Do bear in mind that the current games are not going to be available forever they'll probably be coming off very very soon that would be like uh tomb raider and the other two that i've forgotten <clears throat> so yeah i mean yeah <laughs> take it for what it is but well, they're not necessarily available forever so grab them while you can and now for the final section today we're actually going to talk about pokemon go there's a lot of stuff going on with this game and if this doesn't interest you i'm sorry But it is gaming news, and we're going to talk about it. So, to kick things off with this, there's going to be three special weeks happening with this game. And that's thanks to the GoFest players who managed to unlock these special weeks. And the first of those is actually kicking off today. Although, it won't be until 9pm tonight if you're in the UK, unfortunately. But that's the way it is. But it is kicking off today. And that means Rayquaza will be in five-star raids and also Gibble and Dino and a bunch of other dragon type Pokemon will be appearing in the wild. And that will be for the entire week from the 31st up to the 7th. So that's that out of the way. The next thing actually is a bunch of information that is pulled from the latest APK. So firstly, thanks to those out to Pokemon Go Hub.net. They, all, they provide this kind of information. They go through it. And basically, version 0.183.0 is actually rolling out now. And this was literally just dropped uh, like a couple of hours ago. And it basically goes through some of the changes that are made within the Pokemon Go app. So some of the changes that took place are changes to the balloon enemies. So if you play Pokemon Go, you'll notice that Team Go Rocket has balloons above you. And... When you tap on that, you'll get a a random enemy. It could be a male, it could be female, and they'll have their own teams and whatnot. This change basically means that they'll have their own unique intros and texts and stuff like that. So that's kind of nice. Also, there seems to be a new move for Rotom. And if you don't know what Rotom is, it's basically a unique Pokemon that was added to Pokemon Sword and Shield. And the idea is that it, it kind of acts as the PC in that region. And it has shown up in Pokemon Go where we actually got the sort of washing machine variant of it. I know, I know. But it was added. So it's possible that we'll get a new type of Rotom appear. Possibly during one of the special weeks. Maybe, who knows. This kind of stuff is always added in advance. So we'll see. The next thing is actually a new attack for Porygon which is the tri-attack. The tri-attack is basically like water, fire, and ice, I think, all mixed together. It could be like ground or whatever, but it's three different types of things. It's all blended into one. I think it's a normal type attack, but it deals a lot of damage, and it's quite a good attack, at least in the previous games, and it was kind of unique to Dodrio. But now it seems like Porygon could be getting it soon, which could indicate... It's getting its own community day, which would be interesting. I mean, shiny Porygon. I don't even think that's in the game right now, so that could be really interesting. It's just a possibility, though. In the previous community days, we've actually voted for which one we wanted. Like when it came to uh, Weevil and Ghastly, you know, they was they were voted in. So who knows? Maybe Porygon could be a contender for community day. Also, there seems to be some comfort changes. So, for example, when your buddy brings you a gift, it will now show up in the journal. So, there's that. There's also some camera and AR changes. Also, you could be seeing a type chart come into the game, which apparently is a thing. There's also some different battlefield backgrounds, which... It would be really nice because at the moment with a lot of the the pvp stuff it's always the same background the same music and all that kind of stuff so it's all very samey so it'd be nice to see some different things added in apparently there's also some kind of leaf animation that's been added <laughs> now we're not really sure what that is uh, i'm not and neither is the site it seems it could be for a new move it could be maybe an opening sequence a buddy gift, I don't think that's the case. I personally think that it's going to be some kind of screen effect. Like with the Pokemon Go Fest, for example, there was confetti that was coming across the screen. It was kind of falling constantly. So it could be one of those, but just changed to leaves instead. Maybe for some kind of special grass event or something like that that could be upcoming, maybe. There's also uh, some changes to the Games Master File. And hopefully better handling of raid invites because at the moment it's pretty buggy somebody sent me an invite and i go straight to it and it says there's no group with that code okay okay or maybe i'll go to the raid but it'll just show me the gym it won't actually show the raid at all which is just really bizarre so hopefully they fix that up and this kind of helps with that. Other changes, uh, mostly stuff that we already know. For example, uh, Magikarp is going to be Community Day. That's on the 8th of August, in case you didn't know. So yeah, we'll see what happens with the rest of it. The Porygon tri it could be Community Day or a research event. So if you remember back, there was actually a Snubble research event that basically gave you a Snubble And, you know, it gave you different encounters and things, and you could obviously get a shiny through that. So maybe they may do something like that again. Maybe. We'll have to see. I'm pretty interested to see how this update rolls out. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. So thanks again for listening. Know who you are. Remember to check us out at The Game Dice. Thanks again. I'll see you next time.